Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live Live-er. Live-er. Live-live, yeah. <laughs> You've got to do that again. <laughs> You've got to do that again. Okay. And we are live-er. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I like it. It's a new one. It's a new... Vo- we have to mix it up a little bit every now and again. No. Disagree. Don't like it. Okay. I'll, I'll, next, next week I won't do it. You proper threw me off there. <laughs> Ben's a bit. Just, just bear with us a little bit, listeners, because Ben's, Ben's got the that. man flu. Ben's a little bit under the weather. He's a bit delicate today. Hey, silly toe, listen. And don't start giving me the grief. I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> I ain't ran. I haven't ran since last Saturday. So and as you can hear by my croaky voice, I, I have not been well. So I haven't run for a whole week. I come on this podcast, my podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, your podcast now is award-winning. <laughs> Coming on to my award-winning podcast to get abuse from the editor. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a message off Ben earlier, voice message, and he was a bit out of breath. He'd just walking up, walking, walking up the stairs. He just walked up the stairs, and he was a bit out of breath. Poor no, all man. jokes aside, poor little man. Been it's been. Don't, don't start having a dig at my size as well. <laughs> right, we've got a guest. Let's we have on. got a guest. It's been really a really anticipated guest. I've been speaking to a lot of people about this, and a lot of people are getting excited by this. So we were pointed in the direction of this guest by Protein Rebel. So massive shout out to Tim and Liz from Protein Rebel for, yeah, for sorting this out. So Helen Rivar is our guest this week. She is a Protein Rebel ambassador, and. I don't need to introduce her because we've already mentioned it on Instagram. So we'll go. Looking forward to this all week. I am. Normally, if I'm ill, I would just say to Rob, go and do one of them episodes on your own. (laughs) But I had to get here today. So I'm here. So let's have a listen to the the, the interview with Helen Rivar. So we're here with Helen Rivar. It's our first guest in a while, actually, thinking about it. Just been thinking. We haven't had a guest on for a, a long time because we've been focusing on our, on our own running. But we have got a Helen Rivar. Hello, Helen. Hi. So Hello. I don't know if you want to introduce yourself to us, Helen. I know who you are, obviously. But if you want to introduce yourself to the listeners... Sure, yeah. Hi, Rob. Hi, Ben. Um, thanks for having me on your show. Uh, my name's Helen Rivar. I'm 43 and I live in a village called Sly, which is in North Wales. Um, closest place you might know is Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham, let's put Wrexham back on the map. Um, and <laughs> I'm currently running a half marathon streak. So we know a little bit about a half marathon streak and we have been putting things on Instagram. I think it was 646 days consecutive last time you put on it. We put a story on there. How many days is it now? So this morning I ran my 649th consecutive half marathon. Oh, wow. Horrific. So when this wow. podcast when this podcast goes out tomorrow, it'll be on your 650th half marathon. Wow. Yeah, so that's quite a big milestone. But um, my mm. kind of work in sort of 666. So my first Guinness record streak, I got to 111. So then my yeah. kind of 
turns are like two, 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 three, 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 and so on. So six, six, six is my next big thing in my head. But six fifty is pretty epic tomorrow. So it's a nice day to put this out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So you've got a Guinness World Record of one hundred and eleven consecutive days. Is that prior to this, or was this including this streak? No. So um, back in 2020, obviously, it was lockdown. It was COVID. And um, the week before we got put on national lockdown, I actually had two policemen knock on my front door. And um, they said, uh, we've got some really bad news for you. Um, my ex-husband had sadly passed away. He was found dead. Right. And um, I was like, right, OK. So I've got a history of... Um, depression and anxiety basically from living with him um, because he suffered from mental health issues and kind of portrayed a lot of those on me so it wasn't just him but it was also me and you know together we were quite top we had a toxic relationship so um I basically thought I can either get I'm gonna get really ill again here now I'm gonna get really poorly or I can go and do something and of yeah. course we were go and run we could go outside for walks we could do anything outside so I started just going out for a couple of hours coming back from my front door to my front door and um that's where the first streak began so um I didn't go out um to set a Guinness World Record I just started streaking I just started running not really realizing what I was doing I just realized that two hours was a nice time to be out and about I'd had enough after that and I could run a half marathon mm. in that time so um, I started training with an on online trainer called Jamie Alderton. You may have heard of him. And mm -hmm. uh, like a 10-day tune-up, which was free. I mean, there was loads going online, wasn't there, at that period mm -hmm. for people that wanted to get fit from home, you know, do kettlebell workouts, do these things. And he did um, a 10-day tune-up. So it, it really got me into just being accountable and uh, kind of looking after myself more, eating better, getting 10,000 steps a day, getting up early, reading a page of a book, just little, little, little things, but doing it consistently for 10 days. And after that, it was February. And then I was like, right, okay, so I can do 28 days of something. Obviously, this was last year, so it was 28 days in Feb. Um, sorry, the year before, it was 28 days. So um, I did 28 days of half marathons and thought, right, I can keep going here. So I just kept going and going. Then I Googled who was the current record holder for half marathons and found a lady in South Africa called Sharon, um, Sharon Tate Jessup had done, I think, 101, um, but the uh -huh. official stood at 75 so she'd done the runs but she hadn't claimed the official title for it yet because that takes quite a lot of admin and quite a lot of time so my goal in my head at the time was just to beat that record of 101 so I thought give it give it a clear 10 10 more so I'll do 111 just not to rub salt in the wound you know <laughs> and, um, the great thing isn't it now now I'm on 600 and something but anyway at the time that was quite a big deal for me and I you know I'd done this sort of three four solid half marathon runs every day and um it just made me feel great just to kind of do something for myself at a time where we were so restricted um and yeah so I applied to Guinness and I got the record so I am the current Guinness world record holder and that does still stand and um, that's for female there is a male record ongoing at the moment but um there's no official holder for a male at the moment it's just mine with the female so yeah the record's 111 but I am on a second streak now, which I started in 2021, um, the 1st of May, and I'm still going. And today, like I say, I ran my 649th consecutive half. So uh, <laughs> the original goal was supposed to be 150. I got to 150 and I was like, 
I'm not ready. I don't want to finish. <laughs> do one more, just one more. So then it was two, two, two to double my one, one, one. It's like, oh, man, I can just, I've got one more in me. I'm not ready. And then you've got David Goggins in the back of your mind saying, come on, you've got 40% left in you, the cookie jar, you know, when you think you're ever, <laughs> still got loads left in you. And, um, I just kept on taking it day by day. I thought, if I can get up and do it, then I'm going to. And I've just now got to the stage where I've got this routine of running a half marathon at 4 a.m. Uh, it like I just do it like I brush my teeth, like I go to bed, like I eat my lunch. You know, it just is part of my daily routine. And um, I'm hoping to keep going till a thousand. So, so ambitious. It would take me up to 24th of January, 2025. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment with my second streak. And the second streak is actually to raise money for mind, um, for mental health. Um, the first streak wasn't for any charity. I struggle with asking people for money, um, but given yeah. my and um, what people may know of me, um, I don't know how much people know, how much if you've got any questions on my past, but in a nutshell, I did suffer from depression and anxiety because of a, an abusive relationship and because of my lack of self-confidence and my self-worth as a result of that, being in that relationship for over a decade, um, constant gaslighting and, and feeling like that and um, not realising there was any help out there. And the running made me realise you can help yourself a lot. Like, yes, you can go and see a counsellor or stuff, but you could, there's also a lot of stuff you can do for yourself, which can instantly make you feel better. So um, yeah. that's partly why I keep doing it today. So we've talked we talk about mental health quite a lot on the podcast. We've got, we had last last May, and, and we're planning on doing something this May as well around mental health awareness week. We had somebody got who we had three people on actually. One of our friends, Dave Morton, came on. He's in the military police, and he talks about how running helped him with his mental health. Joe Laplana, who is a a general nurse who worked through in intensive care during COVID and how running helped him. And then we had Tom uh, from Brooks, uh, the, the mental health runner. He came on and he talked about how running really helped to improve his mental health. Getting up at 4 a.m. though, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I knew that you got up at 4 a.m. And as, as soon as I saw you say 4 a.m., I saw Ben's face go, what? <laughs> yeah. I I say that because I've I've got two kids that I getting up at four a.m. is the ideal time to probably go out before they do and get the day started. But the thing I thought was it's impressive. You do four a.m. every day, every weekday. So I'm a full time cleaner. Okay. Day. I've got my own cleaning business, which um, I work nine till five most days. Um, yeah. And, and some flexibility, obviously, around the kids, but I'm out of the house most days, running around after them or, or working. So I have to yeah. in the morning or I have to run after work. And I think if I was to run later on, I think I'd just be anxious all day. Like I've got to still run. I've got to still run in the summer. Less chance you'd do it, right? Yeah. There's just too many distractions after school clubs. I've got three teenage kids. They do pee after school. They've got friends. They want taxiing around. They want food. You know, it's and there's there's always something going on. But in the morning. Four o'clock is just great. So from the from the outset, I just I spoke to um, I spoke to an American man called Micah Shevitt. Um, again, I've mentioned him on a lot of my posts. So for anyone that knows him or knows or is following me, will know about him. But he's an American guy that contacted me and instigated this second streak. Basically, he's in Miami and he was on four hundred or thereabouts consecutive half marathons um, back in 2021. And he said, would I consider doing another streak just to help him? And that's kind of where this all came from. And uh, since then, I've been to Miami to run with him to do the official half, Miami half. And that was really 
quite difficult because of the time difference. So, you know, they're five hours behind, plus it's a 10 hour flight, plus a three hour drive to London, plus, you know, transfer time. So trying to fit a half marathon and work all the logistics of that out, three kids in tow um, during school term time was pretty complicated. And then kind of going to 30 degrees to come back to like minus 10 I think it was the week I came back here it was pretty harsh as well um so yeah so sleep deprivation and all of that stuff came into play um jet lag was real um but yeah he instigated the whole streak um and I've forgotten the question now actually <laughs> um, so, so wait, can I just can I just ask you a question so when you say second streak is this a second streak because there was a uh, the, the first was broken the first there was a gap I only ever went when I wanted to go to 111 I did I ran to 111 and I stopped and then all I okay. did was um I ran an ultra marathon after that I did a 75 mile day ultra on the Penthin um and completed that like it was no problem because <laughs> I've got the <laughs> I'm actually going to be completing an ultra, well, attempting an ultra as part of this streak next month. It's the Chester 50 miler, um, which is ambitious, but I've deferred it for two years now because of this half marathon streak. So it's, I used to call it streak 2.0 because it is my second streak. The first 111 are separate. They're not, they're not counted. If I counted them in with the amount of half marathons I've run in my lifetime, it would be yeah. a thousand, you know, and I'm 43 years old. It's wow. probably more than <laughs> people would do ever, ever, ever in their lifetime. Um, mm, I probably definitely. Do more in a week than a lot of people would do in their lifetime. But um, the idea is to inspire others to sort of get streaking and, and running. It doesn't have to be the distance, but just getting into a habit of doing something every day that's going to help them. Yeah. We have got a person who follow who is a listener actually, Kieran Bedford. We talk about him quite a lot on the show, and he does. He's doing a streak currently. He's on day one thousand eight hundred sixty four. I'm not entirely sure. I don't think he does a half marathon every day, but he does at least every day. He does a run, and he has actually asked a question. So we put a put it out there to the guys to ask any questions that they had, and he, his question was, which one was the? What is your worst run? My worst run? Oh, crikey. The hardest run. There's no such thing as a worst run, I don't think. See, people ask me this all the time. They're like, do you ever not want to get out of bed, not want to run? Hand on heart, there's not been a day where I felt like that. There's not Really? Yeah, there's not been a worst run. People will probably think today was the worst run. You've seen the forecast. (laughs) I'm in North (laughs) Yeah. Snow and sleet, all sorts, weather warning. The schools were closed, the kids are off today. I'm like, this is nothing. I've done much worse than this. Um, there's been quite a lot of hard runs, but when you do yeah. it today, you get um you kind of get weathered somehow, you know, like a stone in the sea is getting bashed against the rocks every day and it gets smoothed, it gets smooth, so it just doesn't bother me. Um the question you asked before I just remembered was the four o'clock starts as well. Yeah, they're hard to begin with, but you get used to it. It's just getting in that routine, the discipline of, of doing a daily daily run. So there's none that it was hard going to Miami and coming back because of the jet lag. That was difficult. Mm. But um I'm used to um, sort of sleeping on six, seven hours sleep a night maximum. Six is probably more realistic, to be fair, um, because of having three children. I had three kids under three. I've got twins. So, um, yeah, and then I was obviously depressed and I had a a bipolar, manic depressive ex-husband. So when you've had no sleep for 10 years, like having six hours is actually a luxury. Um, (laughs) 
for me, it's about the uh, quantity of sleep, but I think it's more about the quality of sleep. And I never have trouble sleeping, like never <laughs> since running this streak. It's it's quality six hours sleep. So um, there is no um, good or bad run. You always feel different every single day. Like I'm only human. I'm not a robot. Mm. I don't zone out, but I have coping mechanisms to deal with those things. So if I'm feeling a bit down, I'll put some groovy music on if i'm feeling a bit like i need to just relax a little bit i might just go you know naked and not not literally but not wear my headphones <laughs> now that's a different kind of streak <laughs> yeah that no, no no but um you know you just have to get coping mechanisms and by running four in the morning to be fair for the first hour you're waking up anyway you're still half asleep so you know you're just kind of you get to know your area really well. You get to kind of acknowledge things. I always, I never have had a run where I forgot it, um, where I um, have got bored. Every single post of mine is of something different every day. I've just run mainly in the same area, like a 15 mile radius of Wrexham. But um, it's just, it's your mindset and it's thinking outside the box and it's looking for the good in every run, even if it is snowing or raining. <laughs> and by going at four, I wake up at four and go out the front door at quarter past four. So I've, there's no there's no time for error. There's no time for pity parties. I've just got to get my shoes on, get my gear on and go. So I need to prep the night before. So tonight I've already checked the weather and I've got a window actually four till five o'clock. It's okay, but at six o'clock the rain's coming in at 50%. So, so I've got waterproofs. I've got high vis. I've got my um, my my you know my light head torch is on charge already. Um, I'm running with a friend tomorrow, and I know kind of what what we're going to be doing and where we're going, so I can just go and sleep on it, wake up and go and do it. And before you a know, a lot of sound advice there for people yeah, that are training. Definitely, it's just prep. It's just prep and routine. It's there's no rocket science to this, but a lot of people are just sadly too lazy <laughs> in today. <laughs> It's true, like they they have excuses, you know, not everyone can do it. But um, I mean, I couldn't run very far to begin with. You don't have to run. You don't even have to run. You know, I mean, you can just do five minutes, you know, outside. But um, the key has been exercising outside as well and not in a gym. So I used mm. to spend a lot of time exercising in the gym. And I think that's put me in good stead for this. So I would spend two or three hours easily CrossFit, um, swimming, weightlifting, I do all sorts of spin, lots and lots of different stuff. So I think I, I'm not a skinny girl. I, I never have been. I haven't lost loads of weight doing this streak yet. Um, you know, I'm running a half marathon every day. And I think that's the reason why I think it's helped. I think there's a, there's a lot of people that could easily stumble across your Instagram account or your story and go, do you know what? That's easy. I would do that if I had the time to do it. But it's it's not the case you're a businesswoman you own a business you've got kids you've got a busy life and you're still fitting all of this in yeah i think that's what's more impressive like there isn't excuses you don't allow there to be excuses you don't allow those things to get in the way because you're determined to get done what you've started and not just get it done but to have a goal that is going to continue to take it to wherever you want it to go you say a thousand <laughs> I think you're probably going to go on longer than that by the way that you're talking about it um that's what makes it impressive a thousand is a long time away and thank you very much that means a lot and that's exactly it it is juggling like the daily life that's the hardest part of it we have holidays mm. 
we're going to Turkey in the summer, I'm taking the children. Um, you know, they might have to be somewhere for school or um I've gone I had family once my dad died during this streak, so I had to run, you know, the day I found out he'd passed away and the day of his funeral. Um I've been to weddings, I've got another wedding coming up in Scotland next month. So again I'm gonna have to um sort of work that one out somehow. But running is great because you don't need any kit. It's not like you need to take a bike or you know, prep it or you can literally within ten minutes just get out and do it. You just commit. So by by committing to a thousand, I I will do a thousand. Whether I'll go beyond that, I don't know. I'm not planning on going beyond that. But um, you know, it, if you look back to the start, um, I posted my runs every single day, and a lot of people maybe might believe me, but every single run I've posted the Strava record and my Polar Watch because Guinness World Records don't actually accept Strava. So um, you can change you can change and manipulate the sort of details in there. So I know to record on my watch as well. They can cross reference both those things, and on the Nike Run app, I use that too quite a lot. Um, so it's just about um, you know just getting in a routine that works for you and um setting setting bars definitely helps and setting milestone runs like you know 111 or 222 or 650 like tomorrow that really helps and and quite often I'll, I'll i'll make that a social event now so i'll encourage people to come and run with me so on day 500 i think that was my last biggest run i forget we had maybe 50 people there like running just just local run clubs they just turned up I just, it honestly was the most amazing experience. Just my own little half marathon just around my village. It was great. Um, that's amazing. That's exactly. I, I was going to suggest actually that me and Ben come running with you. One of, yeah. one of the days that you do a half marathon that we will come. Uh, I'll have to do my training. Uh, I, I, it might be a bit, we'll, 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 we'll have a conversation out as I, off the podcast. I'm not going to commit today to an actual day, but we can have a conversation out the side of the podcast and we'll get you back on to the podcast when you've done your thousandth podcast, it, that a thousandth half marathon as well. We could do a live podcast whilst running a half marathon. Amazing. Yeah, that'd be good. That's an idea. So there got, we go. I have got some quite big plans for a thousand. Obviously, it's going to be a big day. Micah says he might come over from um, Miami to run with me. If he carries on, I mean, he'll be <laughs> he'll be way over like the thousand mark. Obviously, he's on, Micah ran, I think he's on 444, sorry, 1044 today. So Micah's wow. over. Wow. And he's going for the male record. Um, and it is no threat to me because I'm going for the female record. But um, there's been talks. He may carry on running until he gets to his 50th birthday and all this jazz. You know, we're, he's he's going to be 50 in December. And, you know, I'm 40, 44 this year. We're not young. We've got kids. We've got families. We've got jobs. Um, we're just normal people. You know, I live a normal life. I work hard. I cover maybe 50,000 steps on an average day. My only respite's at the weekends where I don't have to get up at 4 a.m. So I keep them as like. But you still go out and do a half marathon. <laughs> That's incredible. And you'll have to come at 4 a.m. in the morning. But, um, yeah, 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 I was thinking that. I was thinking four, the, the, the half marathon doesn't put me off. It's the it's the 4 a.m. start, I must admit. <laughs> but, that, but actually, it's 4 till 5 is honestly, it's this magical time of morning where it's in the birds singing and. Mm, sort of maybe 80% of my runs now, 85% maybe have been solo, just me, um, nobody else. And it's amazing how quickly you get used to the dark and how nature becomes your friend. And it is that connection that is like the antidote to the depression and like the, the sadness. And it, honestly, the way it uplifts me in the morning and that feeling of completing a half marathon before half six in the morning and everyone's just <laughs> my, my kids 
still in bed. I still get an hour in the bath every day if I want. Um, it's Honestly, it's great. And all I've done, the only thing I've sacrificed is going to bed early. So I go to bed at nine and then I can get up at four, no problem. Sometimes I'm asleep by 10, but go to bed at nine. Because I, I ask myself, what do I do between sort of nine and 11? So sometimes before this streak, I go to bed like 11 o'clock. I mean, what do you do between nine and 11? Like really? Just like- sit and watch television. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So death, death scrolling on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then you go to bed, and you know you've got all that blue light thing because you've been on your phone or you've been on your telly, and and then you're tossing and turning, and you might be eating too late and all this, and that's exactly what I was doing. I just found it was dead time, so I just go to yeah. go to bed, and you know get up early <clears throat> before anybody else is up, and the world is a much nicer place. <laughs> And then sort of five o'clock, you get all other people going to the factories and stuff. So we pass the milkman. The milkman thinks I'm a bit crazy now. And, the, and this guy, Paul's been running with me all week. Are you on Are you on name terms with a milkman? You no. Say hello to each other now. His name, actually. But we see him all the time. Like I say, we, me and my friend Paul have seen him twice this week. I have often have people run with me. Paul's, and the people that run with me, actually, have their own mini challenges within this challenge. So Paul, my friend, is running with me for five days. He's doing five in five and 100 miles this week. So maybe inspired by what I'm doing, I don't know. We passed um, a friend, incredible. another friend running, was it yesterday, called Ollie. And um, he was running 28 miles to work at half four, five o'clock in the morning. He was on his way to work. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we, we checked his driver afterwards and that's what he was doing. And, and he started off running early mornings with me too. So it's um, I mean, ages this stuff. I haven't. I haven't been able to run since last Saturday because I'm a bit under the weather, which is another question I want to ask you in a minute when we get to it. But it, it, Rob, is this making you be inspired to start our own run streak? Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. I, 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 yes, but not a half marathon every day. I, I, I don't. I don't think. Has it got to be a half marathon? We set the distance ourselves, but I yeah. can see that you. I can see your eyes are twinkling. I've seen that twinkle before. We've done many episodes. I've seen the twinkle. <laughs> what was it? Now, yeah, I, I think I, to be honest with you, I have thought about starting a bit of a streak. Uh, I don't know what it would be or what it would entail, and I think the, the my concern is, like Helen, I'd get the bug and I'd want to do it all the time, and yeah. it's it's it. And, and like you say, I've got young kids. I've got a five year old who, and I've got a thirteen year old. Like tonight, I went, I came home from work, and I was all planned to go and, and go for a run and do me, me training session, but then. My daughter was playing netball. I couldn't get outside. I couldn't get a work off on time, so I couldn't go for my run, then go watch netball. And I was like, I feel guilty not going to watch my, my daughter play netball. And I could have done it when I come home, but then it was like... Could have run around the netball court. Could have done it potentially. <laughs> and then come home, cook tea. And then and then they do the podcast. So I, I completely agree with you, Helen. I put excuses in the way, whereas if I'd got up at four o'clock this morning, I could have quite easily got out and done that. Yeah. Helen, can I ask you a question? So, Kieran asked you one, our listener, about uh, a difficult run, and I really like your answer. There's no difficult run. It's like you take enjoyment from every run. Has there been a memorable run for the fact that it was a bit of a ridiculous route? So, like, for instance, you talked about being on holiday, maybe. You did a half marathon running up and down the same street, or you've you've got limited space in which you can do it if you – I don't know if you're – on holiday and you can't go out like lockdown obviously meant you could only go out once a day but has there been a memorable one for a particular route 
there's been plenty of memorable ones actually probably the hardest one was um in petra so i was very lucky to um, have won a place on a sponsored trip to petra in jordan a company called venari partners um in london sponsored me and a few other people including sean conway who you probably heard of um and he came he was like our group leader and um he sponsored people that had been through tough times um, to trek across the desert. So we were trekking 21 kilometers a day across the desert, um, but I was also on this half marathon run streak and it was I was adamant I was gonna get through it. So I was adamant I'm still gonna get up, I'm still gonna run, and I'm still then gonna trek the 20 odd kilometers a day that we need to do. Um, it was ambitious again. I wasn't sure whether I was gonna do it. We're in a desert. And of course the war was happening. This was just last October. So in our camps on the evening, we had like American fighter planes flying over um, and uh, it's dark, it's pitch black, there's no lights, there's just your head torch, your, your desert, it's it's hot, it's humid. And I was like, right, how on earth am I going to get these half marathons done? There's no GPS, I've got nothing, no, nothing to go on, literally nothing. Whatever direction you look in, it looks the same. It's <laughs> Petra wasn't wasn't in areas what I imagined. I, I thought it would be just arid deserts and lots of lots of sort of sand dunes, but it's very very hilly and it's very rocky. It's almost like a, a an arid snow. Um, so it was it was very technical, and there were sections that you you basically couldn't run. You had to scramble to get up them. So I just had to take it day by day. I'd never been there before. I didn't know where I was going. I was with a group of people that I'd just met, and I was in the middle of a desert, and there was a war going on just across the water. So it was um, yeah, it was ambitious, but I did do it. And there was one day I remember quite vividly. I, it took me ages, and I actually did loads of videos because I thought people aren't going to believe I've done this, but I have done it. And I got lost. I got totally lost. I went off from camp 4am, like, I'm going to get it done. Went off from camp, kept the routine going, um, left my tent, zipped up. Everyone heard everything, of course, because there's no noise around apart from me. Bloody, sorry, Helen, again, you know, just uh, sort of <laughs> all the racket, me and my head torch, and off I went. And um, I just got really, really disorientated. And all I could do was kind of find anything. So I found a, a boot, a sandy boot on the side of the, the path. And then I also found an old bottle and I found an edge of <laughs> an edge of a cliff. So then I was like, right, I, I had my watch and my watch was working. So I could just run from those three. And I just kept on running, like running back and back and back and back until the sun came up. And I could actually see I was, I was <laughs> really not that far, maybe not even half a mile from camp. And I could work out my bearings from the hills and the mountains at that point but I was like it doesn't really matter where you run as long as you get the distance in so that netball court, yeah. Rob you know you could have done it <laughs> you could have done it Rob I could have done it you could have done it I must I must yeah thinking about it now and you've run in you've Petra and I'm moaning about going to watch netball I must admit I could have done it <laughs> these things put things in perspective I mean like I didn't there was one run I did. It wasn't part of this streak, but it was when I first started running ultras. So I haven't done loads of ultras. But, um, it was called the Snowdonia Quarter. And um, I honestly thought I was going to die that day. It was a 50-mile ultra from Bortha Guest to Conway via Snowdon. And um, it was my first ever ultra. I was supposed to run it with my sister. Um, my sister actually ended up moving to France. Um, so she didn't do it with me. And I was completely unprepared and um i ended up running with a random as you do a random guy we got lost on top of the mountain 
again, we're on a cliff edge and I just completely broke down and I just swore to myself, I'm never, ever going to put myself in this position again. I'm never going to be so unorganized that I don't know where I am. I don't know how to get home. Um, you know, and it's just like my kids, I've got to get back. I've got kids. They're waiting for me. And uh, we did complete it. We we came last, but we did complete it. <laughs> much, to, <laughs> much to the surprise of everybody, I think, who was really worried in the finish line. But um, yeah, it. I think these hard runs like Petra is just one of them. There's been others as well as part of this streak, but you learn something from each and every run. Um, there's been hard runs just going from my front door. There's been runs where I've gone up to, um, you might have seen recently, I went to Future Ventura and I ran up to a um, volcano crater and then around the whole ridge of the volcano crater. And it's just a sheer drop. Um, I've done like quite quite tough terrain. Um, I've done the like Snowdon half as part of this streak. That was quite a tough one. So my my runs aren't just like from my front door, you know, around the block <laughs> and back. They are quite technical, a lot of them. And a lot of them are in the dark at four in the morning. It, mm. it won't get light yet for another good month, I don't think. But I'm looking forward to summer coming and it's going to be nicer. But I, I have run on the, on the hottest day of the year and the coldest day of the year. We had minus 10 last year and we also had more than 30 degrees here, didn't we? And that was in the UK. Mm. So um, it could have been the year before, actually. Um, I forget. It's, I've been going for nearly two years now, you see. So it's trying to rejog all of these events. But yeah, there's always a run. You, and you, you, it's your mindset that gets you through. It's Your mind will give up before your body, they say, don't they? And it's so true. Yeah. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. What is next? So... January twenty fifth is it the twenty fourth the last one and the twenty fifth and then what what if you decide that's it thousand I'm happy done that now what's next what 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 is your goal after that have you got a goal have you even thought about it <laughs> well I was supposed to have finished this streak this year and um, I did think about running the Wales Postal Pass. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Yeah. So the other week, Rob was running, and we 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 gave him a lot of stick on this on the podcast and the <laughs> listeners of the show. I know what you're gonna say. Rob had this thing where I'm I'm his running coach, and I programmed him to do an hour and forty five minutes of running. 
he, he got to his front door and he found it was acceptable to stop and not do the last five minutes, Helen. What? So, I, t- I take it you wouldn't skip like the last five minutes of your half marathon because no. <laughs> you're at your front door. I always run over the half marathon. I always go to sort of 30.3. Some days I'm at 40 miles. Um, it, just, just to make sure I've definitely covered it because Guinness will go back and analyse each and every route. That's why it takes so long. Obviously, I'm going to submit, hopefully, a 1,000 days. Most Guinness World Records are just a day or two, I would say. Most most records, maybe a week, but not a 1,000 days. It's nearly three years. Three years of information, a lot wow. of information to process. And each day is different. They're not, like, the same thing every day. So, yeah, I've always got to make sure I go over. So I, I, don't, I do go steady. I don't razz it. I don't run really super fast um, on purpose because I've got to go again tomorrow and tomorrow and the next day so yeah it's just about being mindful <laughs> yeah so recently on your instagram they're taking around about two hour 20 ish something like yeah, that yeah yeah so i have slowed down quite a lot um on purpose I, I could put my foot down a little bit i was trying to draw it back in but then i thought i've got the chester ultra coming up um next yeah. so i'm really trying to conserve energy so i can get through that day because i won't be able to recover after it so i've got to kind of save some energy now so it's a per- and the thing is, purposeful move. Yeah, it's one of the key questions I wanted to sort of ask, really, in terms of just general well-being, because I think we know as runners you've got to take or you're supposed to take rest days to help you recover. Obviously, if you're doing too much, the body can become um, low in its immune system and you become susceptible to infections and illnesses, which is what I'm experiencing now currently in marathon training. How do you uh, thinking, obviously dialing back your pace is one thing and the intensity, but are there things that you do to look after yourself in terms of supplements, diet? We know you're a protein rebel ambassador for you fueling on these runs, I guess, but anything you're doing to to look after yourself away from the runs um, to recover quickly and to keep you healthy? Yeah, so it's obviously just taking the pace really slow is, is the most important thing. Eating right and sleeping right getting quality if you if you can do those three things and, and do them properly then you're onto a winning formula it's it's not rocket science i eat pretty no. much whatever i want to eat i don't eat before a run on a weekday i i just have a glass of water and eat on an empty stomach but i will take some of the protein rebel um like little uh sachets out with me the maple syrup ones i will take some, yep. some gels i couldn't think of the word sorry some gels out with me um you know, sometimes I might take a biscuit, but um, in the beginning I used to take my bladder pack and take water, but two hours for me, I can go no problem with nothing. Um, So I know when it comes to running this ultra, this 50 miler, for example, I won't need to fuel the same way as other people will need to to fuel. Um, When I come back from my runs at the moment, I have an Epsom salt bath. So I always soak my legs in magnesium and, and hot. I'm not a cold cold water person really i have tried it it's not for me <laughs> i much prefer a hot bath um with epsom salts and i drink protein shake as soon as um and um just eat a normal breakfast after that usually porridge with fruit or um a protein shake as i say or cheese and um ham on toast quite a lot i'll have and then in the day because i work pretty much from the car most of the times so i'm taking sandwiches and homemade soups um i do supplement at the moment with the real um 
like quickling greens from Rio. I don't know if you've heard of those as well. Um, I'm just about to start taking the collagen from Protein Rebel as well um, to see if that helps. So I am more interested in my diet, but my diet isn't anything abnormal. It's three meals a day, get hungry. I'll eat. So I just try and listen to my body. I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm not trying to be superhuman. I'm not trying to be a super fast athlete. You know, I'm not trying to be a 500 meter sprinter. I'm just trying to look after my body so I eat enough for recovery and I maintain my weight to a certain level that I can recover with weight. You know, um, I would like to lose a little bit maybe. Um, I think it would probably help. But um, there's no, yeah, there's no magic formula. It's the Epsom salts. Do you drink alcohol? Yes, yes. Not <laughs> every. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. It's like that. The obviously you have to have self-discipline, control with with anything. I mean, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing if you didn't. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously it's knowing how to do what you're doing, but also enjoy yourself, but also to be aware that if you have one too many, then the next day's run is going to be difficult. I guess. Yeah um or make it more difficult so you're in complete control of all that but it's good to know that you 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 still do things whether it's alcohol or not that you you used to enjoy yourself right yeah i mean i I still go out on a weekend i go out i don't have to you know friday nights are difficult i i try and go out but i'm normally like that sleep you know sort of 10 11 o'clock is my max but saturday night certainly so friday to saturday i'll have a lion usually so i'll run later in the day and then i'm absolutely fine i mean everyone talks about this recovery i'm like recovery from what people say to me all the time you're gonna knack your body you're gonna knack your legs and but there's no evidence for any of this i'm like a a live guinea pig as is my (laughs) yeah I hate this running's bad for your knees yeah. talk. I need to put a I need to put a bleep in the episode for you then, Rob. <laughs> this this running's bad for your knees thing. I don't buy it. Talk it talk. I suppose you mentioned about kits and I suppose talked about about wrecking people's knees and things. How many pairs of trainers? This was a question I was speaking to Julianne Kettle about. So I, I met Julianne Kettle a couple of weeks uh, last week at a race I went to. We listened to the show and she asked what we were talking about. How many pairs of trainers have you got through? Since you started the streak, maybe ten. Maybe 10. really. Wow. I I have I wear Hocker Clifton's on a week on a week. Oh, my that's friend. a shoe. Yeah, I did change actually to Ultra Mont Blancs, um, but they're zero drop. And I'll be honest, I only changed because I wanted to change, and I couldn't get the hockers in my size and width. I have to get well, I don't have to, but I choose the wide fitting because they allow my toes to breathe a little bit more. So I've never had any missing toenails during the streak. I've never had any blisters and no issues whatsoever. But when I changed to the zero drop after the first run, I knew it wasn't right. I knew I could tell straight away. Within 10 kilometers, my legs were fatigued and I was like, this isn't right. And then the next day, an old piriformis injury resurfaced. This was on day 450. I was going to ask if you've had any injuries, yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing. And it it wasn't really an injury, but it was a strain, an old strain, which I'd got in the gym a long time ago and it, and it, it hurt. And I had to run through that. I had no choice. So just again, slow down the pace, fuel right, plenty of protein to rebuild those muscles. And I was fine within two weeks, like properly back to full speed, if not better. And you, you, you talked about having uh, a, a gym lifestyle before. Do you have a strength and conditioning program now? I like to stretch, um, so I do do a little bit of stretching. But I'm a cleaner by by day, so I'm spending all day every day stretching. You know, <laughs> clean that. Coffee. 
yeah. that cobweb, you know, up and down, carrying the hoover up and down the stairs. So it's kind of like a gym workout without the gym workout. Um, I work on farms as well, so I'm shuffling logs and, um, you know, heavy stuff. It's not, it's, I'm not a conventional cleaner, you know, they're, they're quite heavy duty jobs, some of them. So um, I work in some massive houses, which, like I say, so my steps at the end of the day, 40 to 50,000 steps a day is, is normal for me at the moment. Um, yeah, and it has been for the last nearly two years. <laughs> so I think that helps. But I do do a little bit of stretching. And I tend to, in the morning, I don't warm up. I don't have time to warm up. I just have to go. But I run slow. So I just do my run, but a bit slower, and then build it up. And the same when I come back. I have We have this little island like by where I live, by the shop where I check in every day. And I call it the island. And I just run around that a couple of times and just cool off. And then when I get back, stretch and get straight into the bath, and I'm fine. I've had, had no injuries, no problems. So I know we talked about we've we talked about it on the podcast before uh, kids running as well. So my daughter likes netball and she she doesn't really like running. My, my son's into football and he doesn't really like running either. Because you're running such a lot of time, a long time, a lot of the time. Do your kids like running as well? Do they ever come with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, simple quite simple answer no <laughs> um wasn't i would never force anything upon my kids but they did do a yeah. the day with me and they are completely supportive of me um but i'm a it, it's been very hard for me i've been a single parent since they were babies even though their dad was alive when they were little um he wasn't really around you know he was never in the room or he was not well or so i basically had to bring them up as a single parent so I'm I've been quite strict but firm but fair with them so I try not to tell them what to do but lead by example just always just do it that's how my mum brought us up just lead by example so you just do the thing it's like take them to the shops don't tell them what you do it and then it's done and um they've kind of followed suit so not so much with running but they all do their own sports my daughter's a lifeguard the eldest one she works in the local gym and she does her own workouts um the other one doesn't do much one of the twins doesn't do much exercise but she is fit and she likes walking everywhere and um my son plays basketball and he's just got into mma and boxing and stuff so um they choose what they like football you know they do their own thing but it doesn't have to be running as long as they're doing some, some sort of exercise outside i'm completely supportive of that um but i would never force them to do running i realize running is not everyone's thing but a streak could be somebody's thing you could do a streak in anything it doesn't have to be running does it it could be no karate you know it could be whatever you want football streak yeah. what is next so january 25th is it the 24th the last one you know the 25th and then what what if you decide that's it thousand i'm happy done that now what's next what 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 is your goal after that have you got a goal have you even thought about it yeah, well i was supposed to finish this streak this year and um i did think about running the wales coastal pass which i know a lot of people have done but um try and do an fkt on it just do something completely different so push myself and and, and do a fastest known time just a different sort of challenge isn't it um but probably have a little rest <laughs> <laughs> i think you deserve a rest i must admit i think after running a thousand days straight a half marathon every day i think you definitely <laughs> deserve a rest <laughs> probably. 
but there's lots of things I'd like to do. Like, um, you know, I'd love to do the, the, the major, the marathons all over the world. I'd love to run all the park runs in the country. You know, there's loads of little crazy little things um, I want to do. But a lot of the things I can sort of incorporate into this streak. So I'm trying to incorporate more um, marathons and half marathon official ones into this streak now. So this year, if anyone's listening and they want to give me a place to run, I'm, I'll happily go and run it. Um, so I've got Brighton booked in. Um, I've got the new, the Great North Run in Newcastle booked in. AJ Bell actually gifted me a place on that one. Um, I'm going to Malta um, to run the course of Malta half again. I got that. Um, thank you, Matthew, for giving me a sponsorship to do that one. So um, by networking and asking around, people help me and then I'll go and run it and then raise money for mind and inspire other people to do it and come along with me. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's all kind of like, like I, I call it this passing the baton, just trying to, do what I can and get involved with as many people and communities as I can and get people out there doing it um, because it's just, as we know, amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I'm running I'm running Great North Run, so I'll probably see you there. I signed up for it the other, the other day, actually. I haven't even told Ben this yet. I ran it a couple of years ago and um, I kept that one I, I know I, I signed up for the club, so I get an entry into it. So I'm, I'm doing it this year. I want to invite you to the Potter's Half. Have you ever, well, off, it's spelt A-R-F, so the Potter's Half. It's not that far away from you, really, if, if you're okay. living in Wrexham. It's probably about two hours away. Okay. Have you, have you ever heard of Potter's Half? No. Oh, I've heard of it. I've never done it, though. So Potter's Half, it's in Stoke-on-Trent. That's where I live. I live in Stoke-on-Trent. And it literally goes past my house. Okay. Uh, so I th- it's in September this year, I think, because uh, they're changing it because it was in June or July and it was too hot last year. I think when you talk about running in hot weather, I ran the Potter's Half last year. It was quite horrible running in that weather. So we can – well. I say I sympathise, but obviously I can't sympathise if you because I didn't run a half marathon the day before or the day after. But I'd like to invite you to the Potters Off. We had the the lady who was the race director on last year, so I'll have a word and we can do a big, big event with for for you when you come along. And we we'll, we'll get I'll, I'll be there definitely. And I know that a few of the listeners that are listening that live, live in Stoke-on-Trent, and I think even Ben mentioned that he might I was think about coming down. I was pretty much. Forced to to run. <laughs> I haven't signed up yet, but I will be. I've got Manchester Marathon. That's the only thing I'm focused on at the moment. Oh, you're doing Manchester. Yes. So Manchester clashes with one of my other runs, so I can't do that one this year, unfortunately. But um, yeah, if I can, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Thank you very much. I'd love to. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll put it in the diary, and uh, I'll speak to the powers that be, uh, and we'll get your place on the Potters off, uh, definitely. Um, and you might, Rob might be on his own run streak by then as well. Yeah, one of one, <laughs> one half marathon of one. <laughs> the marathon part of the streak too, though. There's, there were some last year. I did a really amazing one with the Pentland Ultras on, and it's Enfi. It's Bardsey Island. I don't know if you've heard of that one. That was a brilliant one. Only only 10 people can run it. Uh, It's on around the same time as the London Marathon. And I didn't get into the London Marathon. You have to enter a ballot, turn to this one, get on this one too. Actually, do you know what? I was glad that year because I really enjoyed this one. Um, Just 10 of us doing, I think it was five laps of the island. And you can only have 10 because you can only get 10 people on the boat to go over. And you have to be oh, really wow. lucky with the weather. Um, it's just off the coast of Abasok, like um, on, the, on the Finn Peninsula. Um, but there's like seals all around you and you've got all of the beautiful Wales coastline. It was absolutely stunning. So highly recommend that one. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a nice one. But yeah, me and Ben are doing Manchester uh, Marathon. We, 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 well, we're consi- we are thinking about running it for a charity. And we had got mind in mind, if that 
Yeah. It's quite catchy, <laughs> mind in mind. Uh, because like I say, we, we do uh, talk about mental health quite a lot on the podcast. So what we'll do is um, we'll drop your link in to presume it's a Just Giving page for your mind charity. Yes, yes. I put my Just Giving page on all my socials every day. It's, um, I can, should I give it to you? It's www.helen-rivar, um, sorry, justgiving.com um, forward slash helen-rivar1. But um, I'm going to write it down anyway because it's easier to remember and get it right. Um, yeah. And yeah. I- I'll, I'll pop it in the bio of the this of this first podcast episode. So if you fancy donating some money to Helen to, to a really worthy charity, mine charity, uh, definitely do that. Uh, I suppose we're coming towards the end of the interview and I, I've got loads more questions so definitely going to get you back in uh, to, to talk to us when when you get close to that thousand or if you're on that thousand we'll, we'll get you back in and we'll, we'll definitely meet up and talk about doing a, a race together um, but the question I want to ask is have you ever, you've done a marathon then yes how many marathons have you done uh, I think um... including this streak in this streak, about four or five <clears throat> as part of wow. this streak. Not all of them official. There was a couple right. of Sean Conway who was doing this Iron 105 challenge. So I went and supported him and ran alongside him. Um, but um, the Chester half, the Chester full marathon I did, um, the Ernest Entley uh, marathon, there were two that I can think of off the top of my head. I've got the um, Brighton marathon this year. Um, I'm doing the... Um, the um, uh, Malta marathon. I'm doing the full marathon rather than the half again as part of this streak so there's yeah there's been a few what are your pbs 5k uh, 10k half marathon and marathon um so for 5k i'm about 25 minutes um yeah. for 10k about 50 minutes uh for a marathon my fastest was one hour 44 um and that was i think the, the village bakery half in wrexham oh yeah yeah pretty flat that one though and the hellsby um four villages i did a similar sort of time uh and then a marathon would be about four hours but this is part of this streak these figures i'm giving you a part of this streak i've never pushed to 5k or pushed to 10k this is just me steady all day sort of ultra marathon pace for me so if i was to stop this and this might be a focus for when i finish this streak as you asked earlier for next year just try and focus on getting a little bit faster a little bit of speed work it's something i don't really do at the minute because i I can't like i don't want to get any injuries if i'm in you know i have to stay in third gear all the time or under if i go to fifth gear then i I know i'm going to get injuries so you must have like an absolutely incredible aerobic base though from all this level of intensity long running it must be absolutely incredible i never had any issues in my body like nothing hurts apart from that one injury on day 450 which i knew exactly what it was it was the trainer straight away um i, d- I did a lot of karate um so I was double brown belt karate, did it for three years. Um, and that's quite a lot of, again, stretching and moving. Um, I did quite a lot of yoga, yoga with Adrian, just online, um, swimming, open water swimming and stuff. And maybe sort of two hours in the gym, three times a week. And like I say, a lot of it was CrossFit stuff. And I think CrossFit is the way forward. It's so good for you just throwing medicine balls around and, you know, really ragging yourself on up and down with the sled and, um, just just free weights, um, nothing intense. Um, but yeah, I used to really, really thrive off all of that stuff. And maybe it's something I'll revisit, but it's obviously put me in good stead uh, for this streak, yeah. 
Have you ever thought about writing a book? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Partly why I write every day is is to sort of keep a track of my thoughts and where I'm at. And maybe I could revisit that when I finish this. Because I know this time next year, if I finish it at 1,000, that will be it. And it'll be like, right, <laughs> what now? Because you sound like you've got some incredible stories that you've put out in the, the 50 minutes we've been on this chat, right? There's so, there's so many. Every day is a story. Every single day is a story. And I'm trying to... At the minute, I don't know if you you haven't even touched on Street with Helen, have we? So I don't know if you've seen my Facebook group. So I've I've got my own Facebook group called Street with Helen. So you two can join it if you want, and you can streak with me virtually for wherever you are in the country or in the world. In fact, I've got people all over the world running with me as we speak, and uh, the idea is just one mile a day, every day or more, and and that's 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 the definition of, of a streak. One mile a day for for a whole year is ideal, <laughs> but you can just do it for a week or a month or whatever. Ever. So I just do these monthly increments and we've got a February streak with Helen with it being a, a leap year, it's 29 days. And every day I, I put out a buzzword. So today's buzzword was play and then people can take on that what they want. So you can go and find a playing ground or you can go and find a school playground. I don't know, or you can play with your friends or just whatever you want. Just incorporate that word. Today's word was clock. So we have the Couch to Coach Challenge as well. So on the podcast, every week we give a Couch to Coach Challenge. So I'm jumping on back of that, and I'm going to say the Couch to Coach Challenge this week is that we want everybody who's listening to the podcast that wants to get involved with the, the Couch to Coach Challenge, go and follow Helen on, on Facebook, Street with Helen, and do whatever Helen has said and send it in to us on Instagram Amazing. with a video of you doing what – Helen has asked you to do, and then we will pick a winner from all our listeners on the because we have a Strava, Strava League, and what they what they win, Helen, and it's a money can't buy prize because nobody would want to buy it anyway. It's a beer mat with our faces on. It's a magnet with our faces on. It's a couple of stickers with our face on, and a certificate that I print. <laughs> so that's the reason why money can't buy it because nobody wants to buy it. Why? What, what have you got to lose <laughs> exactly exactly so if if that is the couch coach challenge this week get out there join helen uh, street with helen on facebook and do whatever helen tells you to do and then send it in to us and also get involved with helen as well so absolutely there you go that's cap and normally it's ben who sets the challenges but i've jumped on the back of that and got in there before him <laughs> Well, uh, I am going to challenge you whilst we're here, Rob, oh, to be fair. I knew, I, knew, we're not going, I knew something was coming. We're not going away from this episode without getting it live on air that you're going to start streaking. <laughs> streaking in which way? <laughs> not that kind of streaking. I'm going to challenge you to a comp- We used to have a feature called the Couch and Coach Challenge. I'm going to I'm going to bring it back for this. Me and Rob are going to go head to head on a streak, a minimum of one mile a day, and we're going to see who lasts the longest. Okay, okay. Starting from when? I'm currently filming this in bed. <laughs> but I haven't ran since last Saturday, and I need to get out running, so it's going to start tomorrow. I knew you were going to say tomorrow. I'm going away. To, I'm going actually. I'm going to Wales tomorrow. Excuses. I'm going to, I'm going to Anglesey. So, uh, but I, I can still get out and go. Anglesey. You only got to do a mile. I, I have people streaking with me for just sort of like 10 minutes a day. That's all it takes. It and, and, and if you haven't got 10 minutes in your day, then you need to definitely look at your schedule because yeah. you should really have, you know, 10 minutes a day. And that's all I ask. And that's a gentle one-mile run. And um, there's no pace pushing. There's no, you know, competition. You can interpret the daily buzzword as you please. So it's really flexible because I think there's too much – people overcomplicate this, right? You know, they're, they're all looking at their watches. They're getting the latest kit. You, you just need to do the job. Just just, just do it. Just 
And I think even if you're training, because I always think to myself when you were coming on as a guest, oh, I think, because I've always thought, I mean, with Kieran Bedford, uh, our listener doing his streak, I thought it would be quite good because I find days where I don't run, I feel myself going a little bit in terms of into a, a state of um, not depression, but, you know, feeling down and stuff like that. And I feel to myself, I need to get out running, but I can't because today's a rest day on my training plan that type of thing yeah. and I think actually treat yourself if you love running so much and it's good for your mental health and your physical health treat yourself to like 10-15 minutes regardless of whether you've got a rest because you can just go out and you can run I don't know a 15 minute mile and that makes you feel better for the rest of the day yeah so whether Rob accepts or not Helen I'm joining the group I and accept- I'm started streaking I'm telling you I, I accept that challenge and I'm going He's to in. I'm going He's to join in. I'm going to join the streak with Helen as well so we're definitely both in uh we've definitely got the couch to coach challenge set and we're definitely going to come and join you for one of your half marathons in person as well amazing we will come uh you're going to come to Potter's off yeah. so we'll do that as well that could be the day we could say I tell you what we can get all the listeners along as well yeah uh, we can get people coming along and we can get a, a photo with you and uh, everything so yeah it sounds really really good um and like i say we will definitely get you back on the podcast as well okay. uh, once you've done your thousand once you are well you're a guinness world record holder anyway but once you've got that guinness world record extended a little bit well a lot more from 101 111 sorry all the way up to a thousand um we'll get you back onto the podcast and we'll have a chat with you Amazing. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for coming. Have you got any questions for us? No, I just am really excited no. about meeting you both actually now. And, you know, the great loss of great if you're there as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, and thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been really, really insightful to talk to you. And I've got more questions that I'm sure we can save for the next time. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you, Helen. And good luck with the street. Keep going. So there you go, Helen Rivar for you. Uh, and we will definitely get her back in. It, I think she's she's brilliant and, and she has a lot to say. Uh, and I think we've got a lot more to say, which will carry on in, into this streak as well, because she's 650, as you are probably listening to. Incredible. It. So another 350 days. So near enough, near enough a whole year to go. I um, like her mentality. Hmm. It's no excuses, no quitting. It's very simple. Her approach to running that streak is I go to bed early, mm. I get my rest, I eat I eat well, mm. but not didn't see it didn't sound overly complex no. like basically soups, toast, breakfast, yeah. standard food, not massive amounts of mad supplements, just simple basic stuff. Look after the body, but most of all it's prepare for running the next day have a routine and just get it done yeah so effective so effective yeah and it and like i say not overcomplicating it because people do overcomplicate it and and, and we've had yeah. people say on the past on podcast before get your kit ready put it there and try and make it as simple as possible um just get out and, and go and uh, yeah really keep it really and easy and simple because she's been as she said in she's become so weathered to it like the the dark doesn't affect her because mm. she's used to going out at 4am she's got a head torch she makes sure her head torch is charged up the rain doesn't affect her 
I saw one of her posts on Instagram. I think she got some. She's planning ahead for a, a run that she's doing. So she's got some waterproof socks. She's got all the stuff that is needed for all these different conditions: snow, wind, rain. And the thing that I really like about it is she's a busy woman mm. running her own business oh, yeah. with kids. So so inspirational to people that in a situation might be thinking, "Well, I can't do that because I've got kids," or "I can't do that because I'm busy at work." hats off to her yeah and I, and I, uh, yeah so when i was training for the marathon for the london marathon i used to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go out for a mm. run and it used to kill me so getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go out and do it every single day but i think what she was saying is make it part of your routine and it just yeah, it becomes, becomes your life it just becomes your life and you, you, you just get up you go to bed at nine o'clock because you're right she was right after this podcast now I'll just be editing the podcast and I'll just sit there and probably watch television for an hour maybe whereas if I go to bed and then I can get up early and go for a run Uh, so absolutely it's really inspirational and 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 amazing really of of what she's doing I'm going to be doing a thousand days worth of half marathons I know there's people out there doing streaks but this is the only person, I might be wrong, so if there's anybody listening to the podcast that is doing it as well or doing more, let us know. But doing that every single day, a half marathon, putting a picture, because I've seen on Estrava, she puts pictures up over holding a, a, a newspaper with one of friends, and, and it's truly inspirational. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So how are you going to start celebrating your streak, Rob? Because we've both just joined. I know. We've both just joined Streak with Helen on Facebook. We have. So, did you run today? Not today. No? No. no. I didn't run today. No. We start in tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, start. Day one. Which is Friday for us. Yeah. So, day one is going to be Friday, the 9th of February. Mm -hmm. Day one of the streak. Should we put some rules down? The couch to coach run streak. Couch to coach run streak rules. Go on then. Basically, couch. this means basically means Ben is going to make the rules for me. So go on. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge for having so much of a go at me at the start of the show. I have forgotten because it may have been like fifty minutes ago for you listeners, but for me it was only about six minutes ago. That you were having a go at me. <laughs> So the rules of the run streak, the couch to coach run streak, is you have to run every day 13.1 miles. Nah, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. No, so we're going to keep it simple because what I think it would be good is it'd be good for us if we did create a run streak and we'll see how far we can go. We'll go and do our run with Helen whenever we can arrange that. And it'd be nice to go to that and say we're on our own streak. So every day, a minimum of one mile. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think we have to start with that. I think um... because in theory you got you got Dexter, mm. you go out for a mile mm. with him. Mm. You could can Dexter run? Oh, he can run. He pull me in the canal if I ran by the canal. Well, you could do a mile with Dexter, couldn't you? I mean, yeah. Them. I think you can. As as Helen said, I think I I sometimes. I mean, I run, let's say five times a week when I'm not unwell. Mm. And I do sometimes on those rest days think to myself, oh, I wish I'd just go out for a little bit of run. But do you know what? It's my body. It's my life. If I want to run, I don't need to take the rest day. I might have a coach. Mm-hmm. But if I go out and do one mile, at 15 minute mile. I was going to say super easy. Super easy. It's not going to do any damage. No. 
And for me, for getting out for 15 minutes on that day where normally I'd be sat on the sofa or I'm not doing any exercise, mentally, because I do feel a little bit low when I haven't been running like this week, I've felt terrible. Mm. But even though I'm feeling ill, I think I could get out for 15 minutes and just jog around the block. And it it might make me start feeling a bit better. Yeah, yeah. See, she's already inspiring because she's inspired us to go out and do a run streak after only speaking to us for the last 55 minutes. Very inspiring. So Bedford, (laughs) Bedford, you want challenges, mate? (laughs) Coming after your streak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I saw Bedford. um, Olsager, which we'll talk about next week. We'll talk about Olsager next week because we haven't got time to talk about my running at the minute. Um, I can't, just a, a bit of a... A, a downer. Okay, well, I suppose not a downer, but okay. No, save it. Nah, yeah, okay. Save I'll, it. I'll put a zip on it. Uh, so let's have a look at the Strava leaderboard. Let's have a look at that. So from Monday to Sunday last week, uh, we have in third spot with 60.9 miles, we have Joseph Edwards. Uh, so well done to Joseph. In 63.5, we have Penny Massey. Uh, Penny congratulated us on the pod, on a, on a Strava, uh, and she did message me to say that she's just done a run and she hopes to get onto the Strava leaderboard. So she is there. She's second. Well done, Penny. And then top of the shop... We have got Taras Bernos. I did say last week that if he doesn't get in contact, that he is going to potentially be booted. And he has got in contact via Strava. I don't think he has I don't think he has listened to the podcast yet, but he is planning on listening to the podcast. So he contacted me. You can message now on Strava and if you're aware. We can, can you can message on Strava. So I messaged him and just said, Hi, how are you? And we started having a conversation and he is going to listen to the podcast. So Taros, you are welcome to the Strava leaderboard. Welcome um, Taros. Yeah. Uh, in so that's the for leaderboard for last week. This week, uh, from Monday to Thursday in third spot with 41.0 miles, we have Martin Pratt. Well done to Martin. Uh, he's in Group A uh, for North Staff Roadrunners. Uh, so his result on Thursday, on Sunday for All Sage of Five. In second spot with 42.8, we have Taras. So well done to Taras. And then top of the shop, we have Carl Moulton with 47.6 miles. So from Monday to Thursday, Carl's done 47.6 miles. Well done. I mean, I've just realised that we've just had a guest on the show that runs a half marathon every day. Mm. If she joins, she ta- if she joins, we have a new leader every week yeah, because yeah. there's nobody running 91.7 miles know, a week every week. I nearly meant, I forgot to mention it to you. I was going to mention, I'm at text to say we have got a leaderboard if you want to join. I did, well, I think I did mention it, but she is ha- more than happy, more than welcome to join. Uh, she will get she, top Helen, spot every single week, right? But you can join. And if you, if anybody ever beats Helen in the Strava leaderboard, if she just join, Rob won't just send you one sticker, he'll send you a whole pack of stickers. <laughs> You'll have a shiny, you'll have a shiny Rob. You'll have a shiny Ben. Because <laughs> it ain't getting beaten if that happens. No, definitely not. And I'm, I'm so glad I got top of the leaderboard when I got top of the leaderboard because I'm never getting anywhere near that one. Uh, so that is uh, Strava leaderboard for this week. We haven't got any shout outs for this week uh, because we haven't got time, unfortunately. So we'll, we'll, we'll do our shout out for next week. If anybody's got any shout outs that they want to make uh, for their 
colleagues, colleagues nearly said then they're friends they have running please do get running friends, running friends. Uh, they might be colleagues don't know they might work with them uh, please do let us know and we will give them a shout out on the podcast and next week we're going to do our normal show yeah with a recap of the first NSRRA race of the season yeah all stage five just before we go so we mentioned on the interview with um, Helen about the Couch to Coach Challenge. So that is set. So join Helen, Street with Helen on Facebook. It's really easy to do because me and Ben have just done it. Just search for Street with Helen. And she puts a buzzword out there. <clears throat> you can interpret that however you want. This t- Today, Thursday, it was play. So people went out and went to a playground or took a picture by a playground. Interpret it. Put it on to Street with Helen, but also share it on Strava, share it on Instagram, tag us in it, tag Helen in it as well. And please do check out the 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 Just Giving page for Helen as well. She's raising money for mine charity, which is a, a charity which is close to my heart. I know it's close to Ben's heart, and I know it's close to Helen's heart. So please do donate. donate. For last week, we had... Donate. Donate. Well, it's, it's, it's because I'm from Staffordshire, don't you know? Donate, donate and we'll do some part-run roaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's why we're an award-winning podcast. Uh, Did you wheelie? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so for last week, the the Couch to Coach Challenge was to have a do a video where congratulating our win and i put on the it's not just our win i think we have the listeners involved in the podcast a lot so the five of the listeners we have the couch coach challenge we have the strava leaderboard and this podcast wouldn't be anything without you as, as listeners so we do include you in that award-winning um, congratulations as well uh, we had a few people do it so penny massa did it uh, we had kieran bedford did it alongside somebody else julianne kettle did it and the winner of the challenge. Do you want to announce the winner? The winner of this week's challenge is... Dun, dun, dun. Mr. Pat Buckingham. Pat Buckingham. Well done to Pat Buckingham. So we will... I'm a bit behind with sending out these... these um, prizes i do apologize guys there are a list there is a list as long as my arm and my arm is quite long um i'm like a orangutan somebody somebody once said that i look like and my arms are like a orangutan because they're hairy and really long <laughs> <laughs> so my arms are like orangutans and they are long but i will get them out to you um as soon as i can uh please excuse me i have been pretty busy getting married. send them all to me send them all to me and i'll send them all out what's the point in that i may as well just send them out myself I feel bad. I'm trying to lock in the load. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't mind doing it at all. It's not hard. I've printed the certificates. So I've Get done it done then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Award winning host. I'm just the award winning head editor. We will get them out to you guys. Uh, so, and I think that brings us to the end of this really, really good episode. Uh, well, I think it's pretty good. I hope all the people think it's pretty good as well. So, we will see you all later. See you later.